Welcome to a Neon Jazz interview with Florida jazz singer Erica DeSigli. During a recent interview, she talked about her life and jazz career. Raised in Maine, she moved to New York City and got involved with the Urban Shuffle and learned quite a bit about jazz, then made her way down to her current home of Florida. She has been dubbed the singer with an angelic voice. She's working on new material, and there's plenty out there for jazz fans to dig. And now, here's the full interview. Dig it. So let me go ahead and start off here with the interview, and let me ask, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Augusta, Maine. Um, we go back every summer still. I still have family there, but um, when I was 16, I moved away to Massachusetts. I spent um, two years there near Cape Cod, and, and then I moved on down to New York City. So kind of made my way down, and here I am now in Florida. So prior to your move to New York, what was it about the environment in Maine that fostered any kind of dreams of jazz? Was, was there anything indicative of the geographical region you were in? Uh, well, it's very beautiful there, no question. And some of my songs have been inspired by um, growing up there and you taking walks in the woods with my father. Um, you know, just, um, it's very scenic, it's very beautiful. Um, I've always done music, though. I've always been singing since I was little. Um, and not specifically one genre or another, but, I mean, I grew up really in, influenced by musical theater, um, but as I got older and um, started songwriting, it you know took a turn, definitely. Sure. So talk talk to me about your family. My family. Well, um, I have two kids and a married, wonderful husband. My kids are nine and six. My little girl is nine, and my little boy is six. So they are all kinds of fun, and um, I'm loving the ages that they are now because. Um, it took a while, you know, when you have little small babies to get your groove back, Sure, <laughs> you know, and, and it takes up a lot of your time, obviously, and you want it to, you want to be there for them. And I was fortunate that I could be, but now they're a little bit older, they're in school all day and I'm able to do my thing more so than I could when they were small. Um, my mom lives here in Florida, right down the street. So that's great. Um, but like I said, my dad is still in Maine. I have a lot of um, family there, aunts and uncles and cousins, and but no siblings. I don't have any siblings, and neither does my husband. So we have to adopt aunts and uncles for our kids. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. So when did you first start singing? I had my first show when I was seven. I played Marta in The Sound of Music. And before that, I had a solo of some sort. I can't remember what it was anymore, but in kindergarten, uh -huh. I had a solo in the school, you know, um, spring concert or whenever it was. I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first time I sang in front of people, and I knew right away that I loved doing it. Very good. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit here and go to your time at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City. What was that like? It was great. It was so exciting. I mean, a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't believe you moved away from your hometown halfway through high school. That must have been so hard. Well, the truth is I couldn't wait to leave because I knew I was moving close to Boston. 
And I have always, since I was a little girl, been fascinated by the big cities and I always wanted to live in a big city. And obviously that's the complete opposite of where I grew up <laughs> in Maine. Um, so I was very excited to move to Boston and, well, Plymouth, but, you know, we went into the city quite often. And so from there, it, it was clear to me that I was going to go to New York school and I got accepted, which was very exciting. Um, and uh, I loved living there. I loved being in the city. I loved the heart of the city. Um, I learned a lot. You know, it was an intensive um, program as far as all day, every day, singing, dancing, acting. And again, singing, dancing, acting. Right, sure. <laughs> um, at the time when I was in New York, though, I didn't have a piano. I grew up playing my piano. Um, you know, I would just sit at the piano for hours, just play and sing. And um, But then when I moved to New York, I didn't have a piano anymore. And even though I had full access to all these wonderful studios, you know, with little with pianos in them that I could have used, I guess I was more uh, wrapped up in the musical theater side of things. So I I, I didn't play for years. I didn't play when I was in New York. And then when I moved here to Florida, it was just a couple of years after I moved here that I started singing for my church. And at that time, the music director there said, I think I found you a piano. So that opened up that can of worms again. And since then, I've been playing and writing. And it's most of my writing, most of my songwriting has happened here in Florida. Right on. So it says on your website that you have been dubbed as having an angelic voice. That's a pretty high compliment. At what kind of voice? Angelic voice. Oh, angelic. Yes, that's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't get any better than that. No, that's true. And I'm very, very blessed and very thankful for, for the gift of singing. I love singing. I'm not happy when I'm not singing. Um, so the fact that I can give that back to people and, and it means something to so many people is just kind of awesome. So being in jazz, it says your influences, your primary was the Indigo Girls, Joni Mitchell and Stevie Nicks. How did you get into jazz? Uh, Well, a lot of the gigs that I work here in Florida are, um, they, the the venues like that, you know, so, um, I've always, I grew up listening to Nina Simone also and Billie Holiday, and so, of course, I cover a lot of that stuff when I'm out, um, and then Nora Jones came on the scene, so, obviously, she kind of has that influence as well, um, I'm sorry, I forgot the original question. <laughs> well, your influences are the Indigo Girls, Joni Mitchell, and Stevie right. Nicks, kind of that folk pop, and, and was wondering yeah, how you... Yeah, that's more... Yes. Um, you know, that's one of those things on my bio that needs to be updated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, I have been listening to all genres of music. I mean, that's all I've done as, uh, growing up, and... You know, I did grow up listening to Linda Ronstadt, and well, there was that album. There was her with the orchestra album, album, yeah, uh, the Nelson Riddle Orchestra, and that's all jazz. I, I like loved that album. Um, but so I definitely have a variety of <laughs> styles of music that I like to listen to. Sure, sure. As far as songwriting goes, I think 
I think my songwriting has been more inspired by those folk rock um, singer-songwriters. Sure. But a lot of the work that I do is more in the jazz you know, direction. So talk to me about your latest release, The Way Here. What, what went into that? What inspired it? How do you feel about it? Um, I'm so excited about it. It's three years old now. Actually, we're about ready to start recording some new stuff, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. But the way here really is very um, autobiographical. You know, it's about my, really a lot of songs about my growing up in Maine, as we talked about before, and and the original heartbreaks that one goes through. Um, and so... The songs all just, uh, one song on the album is um, it's about New York, about living in New York. Um, another, and that's um, Two Story Cafe. Um, 79 Arsenal Street is one of my favorites, and that one is about my grandmother. I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house as a little girl, and she was a really awesome lady. I'm actually working on re- releasing that song soon, actually doing a push on 79 or Silk Street pretty soon. Nice. Um, yeah, so, you know, Unknown Road, that song, you know, some, all songwriters will tell you some songs just come and some are work. Um, that one, I woke up one morning and it had been in my dream and I just wrote it. Cool. It was done. Like, I mean, I think I tweaked it a little, you know. Sure. But, that song was like, oh, hello, hello song. <laughs> nice. So that was really neat. Um, Sugar Sweet, I wrote about my kid. So that's, you know, about them. That song's really special to me as well. Um, I think the album is overall inspirational and, um, you know, this, it's, a, it's a good feeling. There's, It's not a dark album in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I don't you know, um, it's not um, a depressing album in any way. It's just, um, you know, about me and life. And uh, I like a lot of the songs, you know, some more than others. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Which is going to happen. Everybody has their favorite, too. It's funny, you know, when I play them out and somebody will say, oh, the bell tolls, that's my favorite song on the album. And I'm like, oh, really? And then somebody else it's something totally different so yeah. <laughs> you never know how a song is going to reach a person well that's art that's how it works it's all about interpretation so um so up to this point give me kind of an overview of your career from when you got out of school in new york to where you're at today in florida well the um adjustment to living in florida was not easy um I, I left New York pretty abruptly. I wasn't quite ready to leave New York, but I fell in love, and we moved here for my husband's business. So it was hard for a long time. I was only 20 years old when I moved here mm-hmm. to Florida, and I was not ready to not pursue my goals of being on Broadway. Right. But that's what happened. Sure. I came here, and I was like, oh, so now I've got to figure out something else. <laughs> um, 
And it has taken me, honestly, I mean, I've done a lot of really neat things here in Florida um, with different theater companies and and different events that I've had the opportunities to sing and musicians that I've worked with. But it's taken me to about now to really be happy with with where my career is going. Um, you know, and having kids put things on hold for a bit. Sure. So that was trying at times because I know where I want to be um, with my career and, and you know when you can't work on that as much as you would like to it's a little frustrating but sure. we're kind of beyond that now which is very exciting and I'm working with some of the best musicians I have ever known I'm very very blessed with all of them and uh, let's see other work that I've done you know, um, like I said, I've worked for this wonderful theater company over the years. It's a children's theater company, um, uh, and, which isn't my dream job necessarily to perform for children, but it's a, a great job, and it's all at the most beautiful theaters in the Florida area. Mm-hmm. So that's been kind of fun, and off and on, I don't work for them full-time, but for instance, this week and the last three weeks, I've been doing the musical direction for a summer theater camp, um, The Little Mermaid. So, so that's been fun to work with the little little ones and kind of share, you know, what I know about the business to sure. them and help them have their moment to shine on stage as well. Sure, absolutely. So getting to kind of the roots of jazz here, if you could go back in time and meet any jazz musician, who would it be and what would you talk to them about? Oh, definitely be Nina Simone. She's definitely my favorite vocalist. Um, is it okay if it's a vocalist? Oh, yeah, it can be anybody. Okay. <laughs> you said musician. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would just love to be a fly on the wall at, you know, the, the places she played and um, just to hear all of the the improvisation that must have gone on, you know, at those live gigs. And, um, yeah, she's definitely very influential. All of her songs to me are just heavenly, you know? Sure. So I would love to just, like I said, be a fly on the wall and... And and sit there at one of those little rounds, you know, cafe tables, and and just breathe that in and see how she, you know, was on stage. Her her essence. Sure, sure. I've never really seen her. I haven't seen many videos or anything. It's all really more of a listening thing. So yeah, pictures, of course. There's lots of pictures, but. Um, yeah. Oh, to pick her brain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. How you know? What was it like? You know, the experiences she's had on the road, or you know, her favorite. What, what's her favorite song? I'd love to know. What was your favorite song to sing? Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So when you gave your autograph out for the first time, what was that like? Oh. Um, well, let's see. First time, I don't know if I recall a first time. I mean, I don't think I've given my autograph out 
that often. I, you know, with the CDs, of course, everyone sure. wants the CDs signed, you know, at live shows, which is kind of neat. That's really fun to have the people coming up and, first of all, buying your album. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's great, but then, then they want that signed, and so, you know, I, I enjoy doing that. Um, but I don't, I don't have very many specific um, memories of, of that. Nothing, nothing sticks out. Gotcha. So you said you have a new album in the works. What's coming up other than the album, live shows? What's happening? What's, what are some of your goals coming up? I have some new songs that I'm very excited about. Definitely a different feel than the way here. Um, so on August 24th, I'm doing a recording, a live recording. It's um, like a radio show. Um, and hopefully we'll get some good recording from that. And then I really want to do, I want to release like an EP. I've got about, I've got about six songs that, that need to be released and packaged up and, and out to the world. So I'm really excited. Uh, one of the songs is called Alchemy and you know, there's a little bit more, uh, a little edge. There's a little more edge to some of these songs, mm-hmm. I guess, because I've experienced more and have had a few, you know, heart-wrenching things going on. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's what's coming through in the songs a little bit more. Sure. Which I think is exciting because people are just going to really be able to relate to these. Um and another one is the songs is actually, it wasn't written by me, but I have a gentleman that writes music and he wants me to record the song of his. Um, it's called Go Back Columbus. And that song has been very well received at all of my shows that I've performed it at. It's very, it is very inspirational. It's about overcoming, you know, in the face of people telling you, you can't do that. Um, but you're going to say, I'm going to keep going, going to go on, going to go up that mountain. I'm going to go through that darkness, um, no matter what. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I think that song has some great potential. Um, so, and there's another song on there that's going to have a bit of a country kind of, uh, edge to it. So, I mean, not, not full blown country, but. It's just a little, a little edgier. Very cool. Very cool. So, speaking of dark times and things like that, do you do you live with any regrets? Do I live with any regrets? I don't think so. Um, I'm at a place right now where I'm happy with with how things are going, and I don't have any business being remorseful or unthankful or ungrateful um you know it's it's count your blessings and and not dwelling on you know the the negative who who has time for that right right but no i don't i don't really have any any regrets i'm excited about what can still become yeah you know very cool every day is a new day and 
just make what you can of it. And, sure. And enjoy it. <laughs> so speaking of Nina Simone, you said you would like to hear what her favorite song was. What is your favorite song? Well, I sing Turn Me On a lot, um, which Nora Jones covered as well. But I really, really love um, Little Sugar in My Bowl. That's really a fun song. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh, what else? But, um, but the new Nikita Pa is beautiful, the, the French song, which I've always wanted to sing. I have the music for it, and I, I can read it. I, if I'm looking at the music, I can sing it, but I, I don't have it in my head. I don't have that one memorized yet. i got to get that one in my repertoire. Cool. I grew up, uh, my grandmother was French. She barely spoke English. Nice. So I, I have a little bit of that French in me. Sure, sure. <laughs> So, yeah. so to kind of wrap things up a little bit here, in the length of a tweet, in in the name of brevity, tell me who you are. That's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I let's see, let me put it in all the right words. An aspiring singer songwriter with a great passion for life and love. Very cool. Erica, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Take care. All right, you too. Thanks for tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers from New York, Kansas City, Florida, and spots all over America, giving us all that jazz. And thanks to Erica for her time and insight into her life and career. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. And for all things Neon Jazz, visit theneonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the music, my friends. Neon Jazz.